Welcome everyone to we're we're here. Bat and Spider episode 151. This week for the show, we watched a movie starring Corey Haim, Cynthia Rothrock, Fast Getaway, friend of the show, and co-host of the Austin Danger Pod, Kev. Hmm. Just another day in the world of the mighty bat and spider. I don't know if this movie is actually good, but I loved watching it, especially the wild car chases, the strong chemistry of this cast, and one big stunt that has to be seen to believe, to be, to be believed. That's exactly how he typed it out to the, how I said to, it. Okay, I figured that I wouldn't, wouldn't think yeah, uh, I any, any other way. But to answer his question, it sounds like what he's describing is a good movie. So hang it up. So stay tuned yeah. for us to talk about this good movie, Fast Getaway. <laughs> On the show where we only discuss good movies. <laughs> um, boy, here we are. It's like, Fast Getaway. I'm stealing your song. Yeah. Your love is like, Fast Getaway. Fast Getaway is what we watched. Uh-oh. <laughs> you run my, my voice through some sort of effect. Get it up there. The Bonifier. The John Bonifier. <laughs> John Bonifier. I've got a, the, the Bonifier pedal that I can plug my mic into. <laughs> um, boy, Chuck. Wow. We're yeah, here. We survived. We showed up just like yeah. we said we would. Yeah, we, we did it. I mean, it, was, it felt like a game of chicken whether or not you were going to show up on my screen tonight, but we're both here. Mm-hmm. Very surprising. Oh, wow. I was laying the groundwork yeah. nice and early. Three, four o'clock I started <laughs> too. You know? Yeah. God. I was like, let me just, let me, let me plant this seed now to get out of jail free if I have to. The amount of times I've almost dragged the Bat and Spider Google Drive folder right into the trash, Dale. Right, just because of me yeah. starting some shit. Yeah. I'm yeah, so God. close. If you could just, if it happens, it's probably over at that point. So close to freedom. If you do yeah. it. Then all I got to do is empty my recycling bin. Then it's all over. Right. Because you could restore it. Yeah. Until you do that. You know what I was thinking of now that I just said until. What's that? When you would come across people that instead of uh, saying that's mine, they would say that's Mayan. Oh, that's Mayan. Never, you're, you're alone on this ship. Never heard that oh, before. Oh, okay. You're going to hang me out to dry. Yeah. Hey, that's Mayan. That's Mayan. Huh. Hey, that's Mayan. Yeah, yeah, they lean into it. My, like, I hope we start Like, just there. like that. Adams. Like, there's no other affectation you should be doing. That's how they say it. That's Mayan. That's Mayan. Am I secretly outing myself when I was a kid? Did I have a hang up and I used to say it like that? Maybe. You know Chuck's what? face. <laughs> Do adults? This is something I always associated with me and my friends. Little friends running around the neighborhood saying i think we would always say how come you know <laughs> like questioning how come how come do it do we do do i say that do adults say that have we ever said that on the show how come i don't know why i only That's associate it with we, being a little kid i don't know it sounds yeah when i say it it sounds like a little kid voice how come <laughs> yeah i don't know it is cute it's cute you know so if any adult said it i'd be like oh you're cute you're like yeah. a stupid child yeah. stuck in the body of an adult oh nice baby brain you got there <laughs> yeah cool nice undeveloped mush inside that noggin of yours 
You know how I see how I took it further? Yeah, I liked it. Chuck, yeah. I couldn't just let you. Yeah. Chuck, what did you, uh, you got anything to talk about? <sighs> yeah, I have a few top. There's a few topics on, on the table oh. here. Um, okay. I could talk about a movie. I did watch a couple movies this week. Um, one in the theaters, one in the home. But something happened this weekend that was unexpected. Uh, that Melissa and I, we got, we got, Dale, you ever hear this WrestleMania thing? <gasps> Melissa and I, we got, got sucked into this thing. Cause you're, you're talking about, uh, <laughs> yeah. you're talking about WrestleMania. Yeah. Was it 29? 39. Where the American nightmare competes for the richest prize in sports entertainment. That's right. Yes. That one. My God. Toe -to -toe I watched Roman it Reigns. too. You did? I did. Oh my God. I, oh my God. We could have, I could have been texting you the whole time. Yeah. Um, were you like, uh, did you watch both nights? Did you watch just Yeah. Sunday? Well, I'm not sure how much of the first night I saw, but I think I saw a good chunk of it. Um, cause we amazing to let pull the curtain aside. We watch a lot of real housewives in this house. Okay. It's basically the only thing we watch and that's on the Peacock app now. So when we turned on the Peacock app, that Peacock Peacock app that night, Saturday night, they're like, "Hey, yeah, WrestleMania's on." Do I check this and we, out? You know, we dabble in wrestling. We like wrestling, so we're like, "All right, let's we'll give it a few minutes, see if it catches our fancy." Yeah. Oh, we got sucked in, Dale. Your your fancy got caught. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So yeah, we watched the rest of that night, and then all day Sunday we were champing at the bit all day <laughs> you were gaming we you're pre-gaming yeah we were both Mania? looking at each other we we're like i can't wait to watch wrestlemania tonight <laughs> she's like me too i've been thinking about it just all nodding day. your head yeah that's amazing so yeah just you know what really did it though the match that that my favorite personal match because it had the best i wish they had you know they they you know how they do the whole storyline before the match you know, they'll, they'll play all the clips from the past year or whatever leading up to it. Yeah. This Rey Mysterio match deal was one of the, my favorite things I've ever seen wow. in wrestling. It, I was laughing so hard at the idea of them letting Ray's son out of prison to fight his father because, <laughs> because he, he, the, because of all the disrespect he showed his father and his family. And like, I presume the governor signed off on his, his release to, to, for this had, fight. I presume. Well, I'm sure some strings had to be pulled. Yeah. I mean, the governor probably saw their, their footage from their Thanksgiving dinner that went awry where he, <laughs> where, what's his, what's his name? His name like uh, Damien. Morton? Dar Damien? Damien? Mor I don't know. I did full disclosure. I didn't see this match. This oh my is one god! Match you didn't did see this match? See. No, but oh my I'm god. laughing already. Oh my god! Because I remember randomly, I think Royal Rumble or something. I happened to watch a yeah. lot of it, and maybe he showed up. Yeah, his son's to like the Rumble. He's like all he, involved with the. Is it the Bloodline? Those those guys. Mm -hmm. and, maybe. And he's he's so he's bad. He's turning against his dad, and he's disrespecting him. He threw a drink in his sister, his little sister's face, uh, ringside during wow. the match at WrestleMania, and then his mom slapped Man. him in the face. Holy it, shit, Dale! I got you know this kid needs to. So be he had put, to fight his dad. Yeah, he fought, he 
not his dad. He needed to be put in his place and he needed, it needed to wow. be done in front of millions of people. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, he deserved it. He yeah. deservedly so. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, I can only hope he got what was coming to him. Oh, oh he got it. Yeah. He got it. But now it's, now it remains wow. to be seen how the, the family heals after this. We'll see. Yeah, sure. You know, there's only <sighs> some stuff that should be aired out like this. Yeah. How you, wow. It was That's incredible. amazing, dude. It was incredible. I, I had no idea that was anything. I highly recommend oh, God. Uh, going back and watching those clips because it was, God. The, they had TikTok footage from Thanksgiving and Christmas where his son is, breaks into Ray's house and beats him with a stick. It's like, it's like Tom Green over there. Yeah. <laughs> but he's not, but it's not for laughs. It's just for pure disrespect. <laughs> just to remind Ray Mysterio that he can be disrespectful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, Do, is it Dominic? Dominic. That's his, that's his son's Dominic. Name. Dominic Mysterio. The, the wrestling fans uh, bitching at us the yeah. entire time for two knuckleheads to, be, to bring up mania. I can't believe that we both watched it. And I, you know, it's I something know. I wasn't going to talk about because I just happened to put it on yeah. trying to get, you know, try to bond with my son. Yeah. I put it on until he, until he had to go to bed. But uh, when they showed the clips of Rey Mysterio getting inducted into the hall of fame, oh, yeah. I was, it was, you know, I like happy sobbed. Yeah. It was yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Um, that whole segment. Yeah. But uh, so I, I did get to watch all of Sunday's. Um, oh, good. Pandemonium. And I watched Saturday. I think I just watched. I, I caught the last match, I think, with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That mm -hmm. was the last match, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. But what a, what a time was had. Oh, my God. Watch that. Yeah. I can't believe you and Melissa watched. That's amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, what did you think? I mean, spoilers that everybody knows by now, the, but I know Cody I, Rhodes, Roman Reigns. Co yeah. Cody Rhodes lost to Roman Reigns. Now I, I'm not super, I mean, I went on Twitter afterwards and there a lot of opinions thrown around going on here. Like everyone saying, this is definitely Vince McMahon's, uh, it's his, his touch. He's back. His baby. Uh, I'm guessing because Roman Reigns won. I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's funny because I, I, you know, I haven't, I don't, I watch wrestling once a year. Yeah. And for the past six years, he's, he's won. Roman Reigns has been the champion. Super he's always, annoying. He's always wins. Yeah. And it's like, and he's not that interesting. Show me. It's not that interesting. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And show me a worse move than the Superman punch. So dumb. Show me something. Show me something worse than him cocking his fist like a shotgun. Yeah. Everybody knows. Like that's I want it. Stupid. Everybody. Did you? What's that move Cody do, did to him like ten times? Where he, like, it's like, is it a suplex that he twists him like a tornado? Now that's a move. That's a move. That's a. Yeah, you, that's something you could sell. Yeah. Yeah. This, uh, this, this, this Superman punch is like the worst thing. Stupid. It's something a little kid would, would make up. It is. It's something a little kid. Yeah. And then they would say, how come? You know. He would do the Superman punch and he would ask his, he would ask his friend if it hurt. And his friend said no. And he would say, how come? How come it didn't <laughs> hurt? 
It's a Superman it's, punch. Because, right. You, you see, did you see the way I kicked my back leg out in, <laughs> during the punch? Did you see that part? Obviously, it would hurt. You saw that, right, Cody, when I did it? <laughs> I can't. Like, I, can, I'm, I get so cynical. Like, I cuss. I cuss at the TV yeah. when I see Roman Reigns. So I'm like, get the fu- F yeah, out of here. It sucks. Superman punch. Uh, yeah, I was rooting for Cody just because he came to my local town a few years ago and did a small, oh, that's cool, small local wrestling event. And he was, I guess he was on the outs of all the big companies. So he was there and it was great. He was, he was awesome. Yeah. Uh, so that's great. Yeah. I love, uh, yeah, I, you know, he's, uh, I don't know all swirling around, yeah. you, you know, him leaving AEW. I would, I would like to dig in a little bit more. You know what we're going to do? We got to poke Slim because Slim, he'll tell us. He'll tell. But, okay. Uh, I want to know, you know, how that was viewed by AEW fans and if it, but like, you know, Cody Rhodes being in the main event in WrestleMania where his dad. Oh God, chills. You know, they should chills. have, they should so, have live scrubbed in images of his father during the match. Like, <laughs> like if DJ Doug like holograms, like was in charge of the editing, they would have done some live. DJ Doug Pound from like Tim and Eric and Office Hours. They would have done some live, you know, uh, scrubbing in, right. you know, you know what I mean? Or like, like cut yeah, right. To like Dusty Rhodes in heaven. Like nodding, nodding right. his head at his son. Could you nodding imagine head, if, they like did giving... that, if they had the balls to do something like that? It's, I mean, it's right up their alley. People would flip out if they did that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, Dusty given one of his like his speeches yeah. about oh, the working God. man. Yeah, you know what I mean, like describing Cody's up upbringing mm-hmm. as a working man. Yeah, he's got dream tattooed mm. on his chest. He sure does. Uh, I I I do want to point out goofiest match of the night was that that cage match though. Who were these two chuckleheads? That Finn Balor oh, yeah. guy. This guy, I've seen, I think I saw him WrestleMania last. This guy is a joke. There's leather straps everywhere. The stupid body paint. Yeah, no, so it's uh, dumb. This guy. It's <laughs> you gotta tread it? lightly, man. You gotta tread lightly. I am not crossing that line, okay? But I, but he is, sometimes he's just Finn Balor, uh-huh. wrestler with no paint on. What? Other times he's the demon, oh, Chuck. God. Other times the demon comes out. And you have to tackle with the demon doing a, a, a foot first to jump onto your heart and sternum as his super move. Oh, that did. That How was, they managed that. That was horrifying when he stomped on his chest. That was nuts. How do you do that without breaking the chest right. plate? Or like, yeah. Or if it's like misplaced and you land on somebody's stomach, how do you not like blow a hole out of their side? Yeah. Uh, and just rupture their innards. Yeah. And how about because when... Because uh, Finn Balor's... W- sorry. Weighs 80 pounds. <laughs> how about when Finn Balor started bleeding everywhere and they like, they cut to the other guy while the, while that... Oh, they just... Medical personnel ran in and patched him up. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on yeah, there? Man. Is that because they don't want to show blood? Is that... Is that are they scared of showing blood? that's that's a great question because you know normally at, at a certain time WWE would have leaned into that oh really yeah they would have been all about the pushing the envelope and, yeah. and showing that kind of stuff but maybe 
I don't know. Not but anymore. I mean, they certainly, the, the, the pre-match to pump everybody, like they, they tried their hardest to make it look like Edge was fighting for oh something. God. Felt like I was reading that. a Spawn comic or something. <laughs> I mean, the, co- the commentary was, was hilarious. It did make it bearable, like talking about these guys reaching into parts of their psyches during the match. Love that stuff. It's right. so yeah, stupid. Right. I love it. And you, and you just see these two guys fighting. <laughs> They're just fighting with Kembo sticks that they hide under yeah. the mat for some reason. Someone, someone on Twitter did point out that all the, the sticks and chairs and stuff were like color-coded. <laughs> which, oh my like, God. Maybe so they could remember the routine. Like, which, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's true, but that's pretty funny. It probably is. You're blowing my mind. <laughs> I don't think about like, that kind of stuff, but it's true. They were like weirdly primary colored, you know, the chairs and the sticks and yeah. God. What about, uh, what about the highlight for me, Chuck, yeah. is when, um, Stacey Keebler came out <laughs> that too. Okay. Shane McMahon, Shane O'Mac comes out and blows oh, his quad. Oh my God. Just like his old man. See, yeah. Did you ever watch? See, I'm even, I'm, look, I'm not that hip, but I'm hip enough to have seen that clip maybe 50 times in my life because it is, it's, I mean, it's a national, put that in the Smithsonian, that clip. Yeah. But yeah. (laughs) Shane When Shane McMahon went down, I was like, that's, something just happened. Yeah. Yeah. Something happened. Holy crap. Which, I mean, they, 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 they cleaned it up well. Like Snoop then came in and did his moves on the. The mid, I'm assuming that was part of it, maybe, because Snoop seemed like he maybe. had practiced a little bit. Yeah, he sure didn't. Imp- There's no way he could have improvised all that. How about but how about watching Snoop? Like he, like he, okay, yeah, he's a skinny, tall guy, but the way he was moving, he, he literally look the way he his body moves, the inertia looks like he's made of feathers. <laughs> does does it not? <laughs> Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> you're right. I yeah, there was something about it. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's that's what it was. <laughs> it's like there's nothing to him. There's nothing. There's no power. There's no yeah. blow him over. Oh, just push him over. Oh, I got to point out one of the late. What one of my favorite matches was the um, what's her name? Brittany Belair. Is that her name? Yeah. That was She's a good match. Fucking awesome. And Asuka. Yeah, and Asuka. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw a lot of people annoyed that Asuka lost. But, 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 but this, Belair's yeah. charisma. The, 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 she the is physical, incredible. And the physical power that she had, like this yeah. whole match, she had power. It was amazing. She was Bianca. Bianca uh, Bel- is that her name? Bianca, Bianca Belair. Yeah, you're right. It was amazing. Incredible. Her, her uh, technical strength. I got goosebumps when she had the um, the little girls from LA doing the little girls dance troupe doing the routine for her entrance. I had goosebumps. I was like already mm-hmm. sucked in. I was like, okay, this is cool. Yeah. And she's got this giant braid she whips around. Yeah, no, that's uh, that that takes some. She must choke people with it at some point. I mean, what else can you do with it? You got to choke somebody. Right. right. It's a liability if you don't choke people yeah. with it. It's just a liability. Yeah. So yeah, WrestleMania was great. I mean, the amount of we did it. cheating, 
that Roman Reigns and his buddies did that last match. Wow. Just ridiculous. Unreal. Yeah. Okay. And, oh, uh, our, one thing I want to ask you is Paul Heyman, is that Paul Bear? Are those two different guys? No. Two different, two guys. different guys. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Paul Heyman started in like ECW, like, you know, Philadelphia's ECW. Okay. And he's, he was always with Brock Lesnar. I don't know why he was with Roman Reigns. Oh. Everybody probably knows except us, but uh, he was, he was selling it. I love, I loved him. He's hilarious. Ringside. He's so, he's so good. Yeah. I love when they get up close also, and he, they have some dialogue. Yes. Yes. He interacts the way he like knows how to pump up his wrestler and yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. They, they got to bring more managers back. Because, like, you know, my golden age was, like, the 80s and early 90s. That's, like, mm-hmm. when I watched it. And I love everyone had a manager, like, a maniac for a manager. They're, yeah. They just add so much. And, and I do, but I do appreciate that it seems, like, at least from my little knowledge, is that they really, they're embracing more of the characters and wacky costumes. Because it felt like that sort of went away for a bit. Is that right to presume? Mm-hmm. I think it's right to presume. Yeah. You may be right. Listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. D- did you expect uh WrestleMania talk? Yeah. Everybody bat and spider. I mean, boy, how we just fell into that too. That's amazing. Uh, you know, I did want to, uh, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. yeah. I feel like, you know, we could have talked more about it had we been more educated, but from us two guys from the outside looking in, fun yeah no i'd rather i mean yeah this is not for the head on saturday the heads won't on saturday enjoy night this. right yeah exactly go look at your yeah, uh yeah. The, the ringer for your, their wrestling pods <laughs> um after saturday night's match uh-huh. i couldn't like the replay wasn't there so i could watch it from the beginning oh so i started watching you know they have a lot of docu-series from our heyday that's what i wanted i started get into i started with that the one about wrestlemania the uh wrestlemania like through the years or something oh, it was awesome. it was really good yeah. yeah that's on peacock too yeah awesome. yeah yeah i was disappointed yeah, that all rude. the like raws on usa like you can't i thought it was all on peacock now it's, it's a bummer oh it's not I don't think so. I was like, looking up to see if it was on tonight and uh, it's on, you says, it just says USA. I, don't, I didn't see any other way. Oh, wow. You, oh, so Network. you can't stream it live. Yeah. Damn. I guess Peacock I just it, has even though, all the events and then they still sell the, uh, like Raw and SmackDown. To, I think SmackDown's on Fox. Yeah, I think that's that's kind of lame, but it makes, I mean, WWE Network, when it was its own thing, yeah, that had, that. they had that all was, that live. That was great. Yeah, not that I ever used huh. it much, but yeah, I'm just saying it's confusing for the uh, the layman like me. Mm-hmm. You know, right? I thought Peacock was one stop shop, but apparently not. How about uh, WrestleMania next year? That commercial. Oh, oh, I know Philadelphia. God, you gonna go? I got goosebumps. <laughs> Home. What if Rocky? What if years? they get Sylvester Stallone to show up? Oh my god. Sly. Yeah. They get Sly, the Hulkster, <sighs> and Mr. T. Oh my God. Poop my pants. Are we going? I'll, are we going go. to, uh, are, we, are we saving all of our Kofi money so mm-hmm. we can go to Mania? Pivot. So we can, like, the, the people, 80, how about fan number 80,000 up know. in the last row? 
what are you what are you watching i know what are you watching at in the last row? sometimes they <laughs> would amazing. cut to a camera up there and it's just like man i mean i guess they got those big yeah. screens up but i don't know no commentary yeah yeah you know no uh cory graves's lips <laughs> Corey talking graves. to you directly um geez what else i mean we really carried on about this wrestling yeah did we uh we blow through some tape oh yeah we watched some uh, i know for a, i happen to know for a fact because two two seconds before we went live i saw that you watched john wick four yeah and i it. watched john wick four yeah we both made it to the theater we both watched it yeah yeah it was a blast yeah it was great i i mean um i didn't I to me, I haven't watched the the other movies in a while. Mm-hmm. Ideally, if I didn't have any other anything else going on in my life, I would probably have watched them all. But come on, yeah, life moves. <sighs> come on, yeah. Um, so I felt a little lost in the beginning because I couldn't really remember exactly how three ended. But uh, um, but I to me, it felt like they laid they laid off a touch on the world building and lore, which is my least favorite part of John Wick. Mm. And they're like, let's just do the action as well as we, as good as we can guys. Um, and they had a yeah, lot of let's great, not build great new characters. Yeah. Little, little Clancy Brown. I needed another, they needed more females in there though. They had great potential in that. Um, the hotel, the Osaka hotel continentals daughter. Oh, yeah. she was man. Oh, I mean, obviously they're setting her up for more, but she was. Yeah. I wanted more, way more of her. She was. She has it, Dale. She has it. She was divine. Yeah, she was divine. She's incredible. That archer. That uh, that that arrow. That bow. <laughs> she was rocking, beating her guys with. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Totally enjoyable. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have any. I don't know if I have anything spectacularly interesting. Any good yeah, takes? I, yeah, you, you're right. I mean, uh, we bring it up. I I loved it, obviously, but I'm glad what you say. I didn't really think about, but they didn't they didn't pile a, a ton more on of the world building. You're right. They're just they kind of like fleshed out what was already laid before you in the other movies, yeah. which was cool because it's like, yeah, let's get to um suspending belief. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we can shoot at humans where they don't get injured because of their kinsmen suits. Because <laughs> they're holding up the lapels of their jackets in front of their face. As long as you, as long as you can hold up a, yeah, your suit not jacket lapel, in front of your face, your yeah. collar, you're you're fine. Jumping on what you said there, I it I love I people would probably call it annoying, normal people, but like the whole thing where they they. Uh, I like John Wick because especially this one, it felt like they're just, they just had to make up new shit to keep the movie going. Like, so they make up this, the thing about the old laws so they can have duels in the movie. Uh, I love that. It's great. Yeah, it feels, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. so comic booky. It's, it's <clears throat> fantastic. It's like, oh God, uh, you know, Larry Hom is writing it, you know, the 87th issue of GI Joe. And he's, oh, I got to come up with something every month. I got to come up with something. I love that. Yeah. I love that where it's just like, yeah. we're going to. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. I didn't have to think of this before I, I wrote page one of John Wick one. I'm just going to keep it going, you know. 
Just I enjoy the ride. I love that I outlook. Like that. I love that outlook. Yeah. I like it. Um, yeah. But I did want to, I, my one critique though, this guy, is this Scandinavian guy? They got to play the, the marquee Frenchman. Yeah. I mean, he's no, he's fine. I don't have anything against him personally, but mm. yeah, not villain, not, not villainous enough for me. Mm-hmm. I just never, I don't know. I never felt like this, the, with him, I was like, John Wick's going to take care of this. Like, it never right. felt. Just give him a chance. Yeah. yeah. But. Yeah, you, usually, yeah, 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 that's, you know, you could go either way into it, but, you know, uh, usually somebody like that, they have, the, they have the means to back up their attitude. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he really didn't, he hid behind a lot, but. Yeah. Uh, Which I think I'm was, that was probably the point, he was supposed to be more like a prince or like, you know, mm-hmm. the son of a bureaucrat or something, you know. It's more about power and money, not necessarily yeah. shooting guns well. Uh, Chuck, we got to talk about this movie. Yeah, let's do it. It's too late. Um, 1991, Spiro Razatos directed Fast Getaway. And always leave yourself plenty of room for a fast getaway. Uh, Corey Haim plays Nelson, 16-year-old, cool dude, who's being raised by his father. Single father. Cool dude. Cool. Hey, look, he's cool. Cool dude. Cool dude. His father is raising him to be a bank robber. They go from, ten, they're in the, they're, they're, they're stomping grounds, American Southwest. We're talking U-Haul, Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Run it again. We're talking Utah, Colorado, that area. They go from small town to small town. Ripping off banks. And um, they're running with a crew, but early on in the movie, the, the crew fractures. And uh, Corey and his dad, they, they get caught. Look, they, I'll just say it, they get caught. And um, yeah, all of a sudden, they're forced to reckon with the reality of their relationship. And maybe dad's been lying to his son for a while. And... Uh, Things get a little real, but that, but the, but through all this, the action never stops, Dale. The action never stops. It's true. And they got to make a lot. They got to make a ton of fast getaways. Oh, if, if there was one thing this movie did was hold true to the title of the movie. <sighs> yeah. This movie feels lot- like. Now I'm being serious. I feel like they, this was, it felt like a movie out of time a little bit, this setup. This feels like a 1970s dirtbag Hollywood movie. Um, <clears throat> that's just all about, you know, fast cars and like something you can go out and shoot in the Southwest town to town. Yeah, you know, you get uh, I don't know. You know, I'm thinking like Tulane Blacktop or you know, all the Steve McQueen movies with cars. Like it it felt like yep. a a little bit of a a send up, not a send up, a an homage to that that type of movie. And but you got you got Corey Haim. Like I said, the co- the coolest dude in the in the 80s <laughs> doing his thing, making love to the camera or an hour and a half 
And you got you got chemistry between all these actors. The chemistry on display was, I thought, out of sight. Um, oh, it was it was otherworldly at times. Yeah. You throw a little you know, Cynthia Rothrock in there to, rant, to I mean, kick a hamburger out of some guy's hand. Hurry up and eat that thing. I'm hungry. Come on, Lily. We just did it two hours ago. I'm pooped. What's the matter? You didn't like it? Of course I did. It's just... I don't think I'll be able... If you, if you're, if you're a movie producer and you're, you know, you're, you're, you're reading the, uh, this, the, uh, the idea for fast getaway, but you need to firm it up a little bit. Yeah. You're like, well, I don't know. Let's, why don't we put this Cynthia Rothrock in this movie and make her the bad, the bad one. Like we need a bad person. Let's get Cynthia in there. She knows karate. Yeah. Get her in there. Yeah. She's, she's a babe. She knows karate. And uh, it's going to be fantastic. And she's a she's going to be a villain after being a uh, one of the good guys. Yeah. Now, last week I think you alluded, Chuck, that this was one of your go tos yes. when you were a kid. Yeah. You watch this let's, a lot. Let's revisit that. Yeah. So I I couldn't quite remember how much I had watched it, but I got to tell you, when I had planned this sucker, yeah. every scene it was like opening the vault. Like I was <sighs> like I. I remember every inch of this movie. I must have seen it a lot because I, it all came back to me. I was like, and it felt like someone just like, you know, do you you ever have a friend who has like great recall and they like talk about a story that you haven't thought about in 20 years? Like that's what it Mm. it felt like. It gave me that feeling of like, Oh my God, I remember this feeling I had when I was probably like nine or 10 watching this movie over and over again. And yeah, just, and Corey Haim, for me, it's Corey Haim. It's, he, yeah. I mean, it's a great idea. Look, it, I mean, it's like, I was probably the perfect age to watch this because it was like, who wouldn't want to be Corey Haim when you're, when you're like nine or 10, you know, and you're, you're trying to, you're, you cannot wait to be a teenager. And you look at Corey Haim in this movie with his hair messed up and his mugging and he mm-hmm. says pop, calling him pop. Hey, pop. Every doing, sentence, pop? every sentence every out sentence. of his mouth. <laughs> nice try, Pop. Nice try. And you're just like, that's what. Oh, you're, I can't wait to be a teenager. That's that's right there. That's the definition of cool. I'm gonna be. I can't wait to be that. I can't wait for that to be my life. Robin Banks with my dad. You know. Mm-hmm. So it hit hard. You nailed it. Yeah. That's that's a, that makes me happy because I I put myself in the in the shoes of somebody who, you know, lived this movie i had never heard of this movie but i could see this being magic for somebody of that age and has the uh, the means to watch a movie over and over again this would be that movie a nine or ten year old boy yeah it's got some taboo Mm -hmm. stuff because Corey, like for the eight hours that he doesn't have a father figure yeah he meets that girl (laughs) who is ready honey he meets yeah honey honey just immediate chemistry by the way immediate chemistry like they have to get to fourth gear immediately yeah like that's that stuck out to me like wow that's i mean a kid is gonna a kid thinking about that like being a possibility in his life yeah 
yeah, yeah, yeah. because of this movie. Mm-hmm. Like this is the magic that's going to happen in, in yeah. just like six short years. It's going to happen. And like, then, yeah. Yeah. And then seeing after he loses his virginity, he goes back and it, well, he breaks his dad out of jail. That's a huge part of it. But when they're finally sure. alone together, he's like, pop, I did it. Yeah. And they embrace. And I, at first yeah. I'm like, you know, the Puritan in me is like, oh my God. Like I couldn't even imagine going to my dad. Hey, I just lost my virginity. He's so cool. High five. And, but then I was like, you know what? In this movie, this is, this is the best thing that, you know, it was a totally right. positive experience. Corey wasn't a creep. Nothing bad happened. It was just two young kids exploring mm-hmm. their bodies in a muscle car or a Mazda, whatever that car was. And why wouldn't he share it with his dad? Yeah. I mean, they had that kind of relationship where yeah. it was like all open and, you know, which was cool. And there was no shame. No one, no one made any shame happen right. around it. And I was like, wow, that's, uh, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to let myself enjoy that. <laughs> right. It was tough. It was hard for it me hard. as well. Yes. No. Yeah. Cause like, wow, poor. <laughs> you can put a lid on some things, you know? I loved the the appearance of the condom too when Honey holds up uh, when he's like, "What's?" Let me make sure that I have everything right first. Oh, that's great. No, go ahead, go ahead. First gear, second, third, and reverse. This is first, and this is second. And this is third. But well, you know, I've always wanted to know what's fourth. What's fourth? Yeah, what's fourth? This. <laughs> Are you kidding me? There could be people watching this. No one's watching. <laughs> oh, God. What's fourth gear? And she holds up the condom. That's, yeah. That's so 90s. Like, it's like, you know, practice safe sex, yeah. you know. This right. Is Arsenio Hall's, you know, video about, yeah. you know, if you don't know, get the video. I saw that ad many yeah. times on videotapes. <laughs> About safe sex. Um, mm. Yeah. More condoms in movies. We need to bring those back, you know. Teach the kids that condoms exist. Now it's like, kids probably don't even know what a condom is. Yeah, yeah right. Same with, uh, you know, cigarettes. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're locked up like cigarettes Both. at the, uh, the store. It's ridiculous. Anyway. Yep. That's my soapbox. This, I, uh, boy, when, when this movie started. Yeah. And they're, they're, they just get away from the first bank robbery and they're counting their winnings oh, and God, there's just like opening. the weirdest, the weirdest human interaction <laughs> in, in movie history, yeah. these four characters. Oh, yeah. They really went for it. It was like, yeah, like I was like, <laughs> Corey was intended on playing like a character, like, yeah, Corey was intent on being something i mean just the way he like and and it, and it kind of started and stopped in this little bit uh of a movie here but the way he like let his mouth hang open the entire time uh-huh. and the way he like got up in close as his dad was frenching cynthia rothrock <sighs> man like yeah. and i don't even want to say up close like he might as well been Frenching the two of them. Oh as well. yeah. He, he was, wasn't, he wasn't just close. He was in there. He was invading the personal space bubble. Yeah. And then when his dad that was would, like, Hey, you know, give us a little breathing room. He hops on that, uh, bale of hay and mounts his own backpack that, and he's, he's just sitting there. It's, 
Like he's it's continuing a- the feeling he had before. Yes. You know what like, I mean? Yeah. It's like, man, <laughs> what <laughs> are we trying to do here? What are we portraying? It's the magic of Corey Haim. It's, it's horniness to the max. Did you watch the trailer for this movie? <laughs> yes, the trailer. Look, if you're going to watch this movie, you have to watch the trailer. The trailer was filmed two years after the movie. If you look at Corey <laughs> yeah, Haim in this trailer. It's like, yeah, he's, he like went through puberty. Please watch the trailer out there. Pull your car over if you're driving. It is the craziest thing yeah. on the planet. I feel like I remember that trailer too. put this in front of... Do you think they put this trailer in front of other VHS movies that you rented? Like, where would have this well, trailer? I, I, have- I didn't rent this. This was on some cable channel that was playing it over. But I, 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 I went and watched it on YouTube. The trailer. I was like, I remember this. Like, they must have played it wow. as a promo. Be like, hey, we're gonna show Fast Getaway ten times tonight. You know, right? Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, this never made it to theaters. This was direct to video. I, I did read some stuff that that trailer was maybe made as a way to like pitch it to distributors and it, but they didn't buy it and for getting into okay. theaters. So yeah, I don't know. Oh yeah. That, that, that makes total sense. I mean, yeah. you have Corey speaking directly to the distributors. Yeah, you it's know, like, Oh, you get our team sense. star up there to like, you know, uh-huh. for the camera. It's a great trailer. And I, it's, it, it, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but when you, it's crazy because when you watch the trailer and you see Corey talking to us and then yeah. they flash to Corey in the movie, I mean, he is a little boy and no. he, and I'm not talking like compared, I mean, compared to like Lucas and stuff, he's, he's a man, yeah, yeah, but yeah. compared to the dude in the trailer. Yeah. yeah he, he, I love Corey Haim. Oh yeah. I loved him, man. Um, even during the movie, it almost felt like they shot, like they took a break during like the middle of this movie. Yes. Cause there, there's a, there's changes in Leo Rossi and Corey Haim, like their haircuts and stuff. Oh my God. Did you yes, see that? Dude. Leo Rossi. Yeah. Yes, I did. I thought I was going crazy, but I did. Yeah. Like Leo I thought Rossi's Leo Rossi had hair. a wig on, but it was, I think it was his hair, but something about it changed from like there was, <laughs> the first half there of the was movie a shot to the of second it. half. Yeah. There was a shot of it when he was getting busted out of prison. Yeah. And I was like, this is different hair. Yeah. 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 yeah it was weird. I wonder if they ran out of money or something. <laughs> they had to go raise some more cash. Yeah. So they, I don't know, finish the movie. Um, yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't just the teenageness and the, the aspiration I had for this, this, this is Corey Hayden to me, like this version, like, and maybe some other ones like dream, a little dream, Corey and the license to drive Corey, like, to me, this was like the aspirational thing. Like I was just the perfect age mm-hmm. to want to be this guy. Um, yeah. And watching him. And so I could see, okay. So like I read some reviews in letterbox, you know, and people are annoyed at, the, at his acting in this and his mugging for the camera. <laughs> but to me, I, I found it, I still hey. found it very charming, but I can understand because <laughs> he's got this weird, he's probably a little cocky, you know? His voice, like, what was his accent he was doing? It was like part Brooklyn, part Canadian, part something uh, else. Yeah. <laughs> and his dad, his dad looked like uh, he ran a Greek pizza shop, but he had this like uh, Southern twang kind of going. 
or the southwestern accent. Uh, oh yeah! Oh my god! All over the place, but but I loved them. Mm-hmm. These two loved each other <laughs> so much. Yeah. <laughs> and and for me, like fast getaway. Yeah. This is your Corey, but I'm like, I'm looking at his filmography now. Okay. Let's look my Corey, my Corey is Lucas. Okay. Yeah. My Corey is the Lost Boys. I don't think baby Corey before before Fast Getaway. I I have not seen anything past Lost Boys. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Now don't get me. I mean, Lost Boys Corey is. I mean, that's Hall of Fame. I get that. Um, oh yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow I saw all these later Corey movies like Dream a Little Dream and License to Drive. I would see those all the time on TV, cable. And they were very yeah. You know, it's just like reading, you know. Mhm. You know, it's 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 kid, you know, it's like kids want to read books written for uh, you know, <laughs> ages older than them. You know, it's it's that's like how how kids read, right? Or at least they say. Right. So yeah, young kids going to watch old, you know, the older yeah. Corey movies and see how Corey's growing up. I um, I'm getting way sidetracked here, but I <laughs> I it. spent the day I spent the day reading about Corey Haim. Oh, and I got I got incredibly sad. Me too, man. I did the same after I watched this. I like started to watch clips of him, and mm-hmm. and I got incredibly sad. And then I saw, you know, uh. You know, there's all the horrible allegations out there. Yeah. Which is really sad. And then I saw he died. Like, I knew he died. Of course I knew. But but when I, I saw the age that he was 38, it like, it hit me harder mm-hmm. than when it happened because now I'm older <laughs> than Corey mm-hmm. was. And it really, yeah. really got me down yesterday. I was like, I felt really a little like melancholy. I was like, man. Yeah. Yeah, same. Because he's such a same. bright flame on screen. Like he's just so alive and like, but. Uh, and he went, yeah. and like the way he, I mean, the way he can act with his face, he's got this charisma. Yeah. And he's got like this smile. It's like this crooked smile. It's, it's, it's a lot to, it just, you know, you immediately relate to yeah. the guy. Yeah. And uh, when all that stuff was going on, like I was not even paying attention to A and E and the Two Corey show. Yeah. But uh, you know, when I started reading about that and catching up and all the stuff that started coming out because of this A and E show, yeah. or yeah. during that time, I mean, like, yeah, I caught little glimpses of the any- the Corey show when it was on, and that was like, I was like, whoa, this is, yeah. I mean, right. it's, it's at the same time, it's like alluring, like you can't take your eyes off it, but it's also like, this is sad. And you know, it's like, mm-hmm. you know what reality TV is. It's not like, you know, it's right. It's, but <sighs> yeah, the, the, the way reality TV is spun. Right. Yeah. And, but, but you read up on where Corey was at the time and like you find out that Corey Feldman had to cut him off because he didn't feel Corey Feldman didn't feel comfortable <laughs> yeah. with Corey yeah. being around his his family. Like, yeah. I was like, "Wow, this is really kind of major stuff." And the poor guy just, and it was even further downhill from there. It's like, man, yeah, it's intense. Was a lo- watching like yeah. the clips of the two Corys on that show, like just fighting, just like yelling at each other, like, it, and you can tell they love each other. Like they both have been through. Mm-hmm. It's like you know. They, yeah, it's like 
probably like soldiers going who went through a war together. Like they both have the scars and yeah. they're like, but they're just, you know, they can't get it together and they're just yelling it. They're just angry. And it's, it's so, it's hard to watch. Um, yeah, man, rough stuff. Yeah. I'm sad all over again. <laughs> just thinking. And I don't even, I don't even know what to say with the rest of the movie, but um, I mean, you look at this, this movie, like, it was pretty much innocent. Did you read the part where they wanted Cynthia Rothrock to be topless? Or talk about a black mark on this movie. How, like, where where are we going with this? This is like PG-13. This is probably PG-13 at the time. It's probably PG even with the condom flash for 1991, right? Yeah. But what were they going to do with, like... Yeah, what's going to happen here? No video store market, I guess. I mean, it, it did. It went to cable and video stores, so they're you know, ratings yeah, be damned. So they're probably just thinking, right? Well, if we get some boobies, distributors in here, need. Yeah, they yeah. Need, distributors need Cynthia Rothrock topless, yeah. and she was going to do a topless, but then they yeah. demanded that she do full frontal. Yeah, and she's like, you're not getting like, anything now. No, actually, no. You can shoot my back. Eat it. Which yeah. good for her. I mean, god damn, that was, yeah, totally. I can't imagine having to go through that and not fucking leaving the set and <laughs> just not doing it, you know? Yeah. God damn. God, if I if I had the balls to try to interview anybody, I would want to interview Cynthia. She's out there, Dale. You gotta I'm a coward. You contribute to her Indiegogo. She's making this movie. That Western. Yeah. Yeah. Can we uh contribute and be on set? Um, yeah, I mean, she's, she's also like, it's so cool to revisit this and now love it. Now learning about Cynthia Rothrock and seeing her in this, I'm like, oh my God, this woman, yeah. I was watching her when I was a kid and uh-huh. I love her even more. I know, right? She's probably like, she had to have been like, what the fuck am I doing in this movie? <laughs> like, what are you having me do in this movie? She's like, she might as well be a, a villain for an earnest movie. <laughs> in this movie <laughs> i do love when I she mean, when she beats up leo rossi in the in the barn i love that scene oh yeah i mean but it's it's a it's a good scene but yeah the gravity from like being <laughs> chuckleheads like like yeah. fighting about the money to like oh there's no they willingly forgot, ready to murder people they forgot to film like Something. why the, the gang broke up. They forgot it. They forgot to write it in the script. They forgot to film it. Right. Or something. Or there was a decision made in the editing room. I don't know. I don't know yeah. what happened, but it, it, yeah. Total failure. Because the, <laughs> because the squabbling that the squabbling that we saw on scene no. was not the cause for the, for Cynthia to go complete. Oh heel. yeah. Oh yeah. He, he should have been black and blue and swollen every, like the amount of hits she gets in on this guy. And he's just like, just dusts himself off at the end. <laughs> it's like, he should be in traction probably. Yes. God. Great. Yeah, scene. man. Fantastic. But I, I loved after the Cynthia and is it Tony, Lily and Tony, they break off and they're, they're holed up in that hotel room. I loved every time they cut to these two chuckleheads and they put that music in. It's like almost like, it's almost like curb your enthusiasm, like fake, uh, like synthesizer trumpet music. You know, it's like the comic relief. And they're, 
It's it's so dumb. But I was just like, yeah. I was eating it up. I loved it yeah. so much. <laughs> My God, yeah. It was so <laughs> wacky. I mean, because for as much as in control you think Cynthia is, like she's the mastermind. Yeah. But she ends up like using this chucklehead who's even more of a chucklehead than Leo yeah. Rossi. Who's obsessed with his He's complete dental hygiene. Yeah, he's reason. like an idiot savant. He's just, he's good at <laughs> dental. Yeah. But she's like using him for sex and uh-huh. like, you're my, it was, it was just crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, it was great. Fantastic. And then the, the honey, I blew up the kid's mom showed up. Um, it took me a while to figure out who she was. I was like, she's, I kind of know her. I know her. Um, but yeah, she's the mom from those movies. Yeah. She she was good I, too. I was in love with her in this movie. Yeah. Like, because she wasn't, the only other thing I know her from is the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movies. Yeah. And she's so squeaky clean in those Disney movies that this is something. This is like, yeah. This is her version of like Kelly Lynch and Roadhouse. Like, this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, had a little like substance. It had a little realism to this movie and this role. I really liked it. She was, I was in love with her in this movie. I kept expecting her to be. To turn it like I was like, oh, they're gonna turn her into like the nagging mom. She's gonna be like, no, no, you're uh-huh. not gonna go break That's your father out of prison. Like this is insane. But she's like, mm-hmm. this is a fun guys. Fact- this is a fun movie we're doing. She's just gonna roll her eyes and be like, I can't believe I'm doing this. She's gonna help yeah. break a guy out of the local jail. <laughs> her her ex. I mean, it did- <laughs> the um the dance the prancing around they had to do with the tough subject matter yeah. admittedly was it was good that she had this i don't know she maintained this attitude and they maintained this vibe even yeah. when you know he finds out like this devastating like earth shaking you know and that's me like you know yeah, just like she, thinking as an adult right no, like totally. the mom makes sense you know the mom hasn't pined for her kid for 12 years. There was no APBs or kidnapping sent yeah. out. Like this is just the way, you know, so the, for her to like, you know, she's maybe just as guilty. Yeah. True. Yeah. 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 For other reasons. So she's you know? pr- yeah. Which, yeah, that works. She's probably like internally struggling. She's like, I, I want him to know I'm his mom, but I'm not mm-hmm. ready to shatter his world. And also, yes, exactly. I, you know, I wasn't exactly out there looking for him. <laughs> right. So, it's, yeah. So it's like, it, it can't turn into this movie where she's like, you yeah. know, like wiping the corners of his mouth and like freaking out because he knows how to stake out a bank totally. and the escape routes and stuff like that, which is really cool. It's a yeah. really cool move for this. You know, there was like heavy material throughout this, like heavy subject matter but it was handled with this brevity to it which yeah. was nice for like a, a good watch a yeah. good and it had breeze. and gosh the action it had really decent car action i mean the amount of driving really and car stunts they did and crashing cars and cars off cliffs i i love mm-hmm. i mean oh and we have Corey and his dad spelunking off that bridge that would make anyone puke their guts out like just seeing the shots of that that bridge <laughs> i was like oh my god and then they the stunt work take that wire down there god yeah no and then uh th- then the climax where Corey's on the he's like being dragged on the uh chain link fence behind that truck oh, yeah 
His knuckles are all bloody. Oh my god, that was great. There was so that stunt man uh-huh. was just being drug on that <laughs> fencing down the street. Put, yeah, for a yeah, long time. Yeah, dude, he's <laughs> yeah putting in the work. And that tr- I like the uh, continuity of that truck. Like they tr- they that was the, you know that was the same exact truck they had to throw over the side of yeah. the mountain. Yeah, <laughs> it's so, so funny. Awesome. And then they have the doofus so there hanging off they, the root. Off the, I love how nobody died. Like nobody died in this movie. <laughs> I know. Especially because like, you know, everybody was at some point going to die. Yeah. And yeah. murder was going to be committed. And, and what was her name? Lily? Yeah, Lily. Lily was fine. She was murdering totally. everybody. Yeah. yeah. And the blood was going to be on her hands and everybody gets waistcuffed. <laughs> Yeah, fucking dynamite strapped to Corey's chest. <laughs> I know. God. And I love the just the brevity, like all the anytime cops were even there, you know, they were just like like Corey's yelling at the window at the cops chasing them, being like, ah, suckers. Yeah. I love that. It's so unrealistic yeah. and awesome. <laughs> like <laughs> I know. He's just like, oh, it's just another getaway. And I love when his, another fast getaway. his dad gets arrested. He's it's just like no sweat off his back. He's like, all right, I'll just figure out how to uh, drive a garbage truck through the wall of the jail and get him out. Like it's he's just like no anxiety about the situation at all. He's cool as a cucumber. I know. Like there in in at least in Utah and Colorado, there is a picture of him in every post office. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know. Like, but he's just like, ah, that's all right. I'll just get out. You're like, this is just fun for me. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's most, he's literally most wanted. Yeah. And they, they go right back to, uh, the mom's house after they break out of prison. <laughs> like that, like that's not going to be the first place the cops go. <laughs> that's the first thing I thought. Like yeah. she had to show some ID. <laughs> I know. They're just hanging out and dad's like, Hey, quit rushing me. I just got out of prison. That's like, yeah. Well, you, you were broken out of prison. You didn't, it's not like they released you. Like, <laughs> my God. Leo Rossi, man, this face of his. Wow, he's look, he's he's great in this. I think he's great. <laughs> yeah, he is. For whatever reason, it works. I love these two. For whatever reason, they're they're whenever they were in alone in the car together arguing about the radio, about whether to listen to hip hop or country. I, I was eating it up. I loved mm-hmm. it. Mom in the back, loving it. <laughs> her yeah. two boys rolling her eyes but smiling. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boys. So, oh, man. That's Fast Getaway, kids. It's a great pick. Great pick, Chuck. It. Yeah. Uh, 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 listener feedback, Dale. Let's, get, let's kick into that. Let's find another gear. And, um, Got to. Open up that mailbag. Let's stick our, our big old heads into that sack. Rummage around. Like this is... Uh, the autumn apple apple picking contest apple what do you call that the apple dunk your head in the apple what's that called apple fishing what do you call apple that bobbing bobbing for apples bobbing bobbing for apples uh you could bob your own apples at uh 315-544-0966 that's the official bat and spider hotline or you could just shoot us an email at bat and spider pod at gmail.com first up email from Kevin Cablasto. Boo. Just a quick note, Duck and Kale. Uh. Finally got my son to listen to the podcast and managed to snap a shot during the books segment. 
Keep it up. We need more good, clean fun on the internet. Photo attached. Yours in Christ, Kevin. <laughs> what is he talking about? And uh, I think, you know, he may have, I don't know. I shouldn't have opened this. He may have crossed the line or two by uh, well, now I'm maybe sending a, a, yeah. <laughs> I think maybe is it is a little inappropriate oh, to know that, you know. God damn it. Like, Stop it. What? Like, that's it. It's personal. It's, it feels like, you know, you put, you, I know you put something on the internet 10 years ago and you're like, Hey, this is fun for a laugh for my friends. And now, right. You know, now it's, now it's being shoved in your face and it's, it's lost its original innocent, it's innocent meaning. And now it's in the, in the hands of a madman, you know? Yeah, if and I, I have to think he works for a company that does background checks on people. <laughs> that's that's well, the yeah. only way he's got yeah. these, or he's in charge of that department wherever he works. He's he's got his fingers in in some right some pie, some disgusting <sighs> pie. I don't know. Next up, Pop Fenton, pop, Bat pop, and pop. Spider Chuck Dale. You did it. One hundred and fifty-one episodes. <laughs> <laughs> what a. <laughs> What a milestone, and what better way to celebrate it with a Cynthia Rothrock picture. Ooh. That's all I've got ready. Running low on time and didn't want to miss the big ep. The, not to bring up Thanks, uh, Spawn again, but this reminds me of when um, Todd McFarlane uh, Spawn reached issue 301, and he, boy, did he let the world know that he beat Cerebus's record for the longest-running <laughs> independent comic book. That issue 301 was big, boy. Big. 301, everybody. Big one. Countdown. I think he did a countdown, like 12 issues up, leading to that. Wow. Just, yeah. Wasn't Cerebus on the cover of Spawn or? But yeah, Todd gave him a lot, a boatload of money to write an issue of Spawn. Got it. Boats, boatloads. Boats and loads. Got one voicemail this week. I'm opening up the old app here. That's three minutes long. Whatever this is, it's oh three minutes God. long. I, I, let's hope it's spam. Hey, y'all. It's Corey from... Oh, Corey. I was calling. I was watching two... The other day. Excuse me. I was watching Tubi the other day, and a commercial came on, and the creepy-ass ghost of Willard Scott was there with uh. a Smucker's jar to remind me that Bat and Spider had turned 150 years young. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> oh, congratulations. <laughs> you guys don't look a day over 376. Anyway, uh, I wanted to uh, call with a little porn quickie story. Yes. Uh, Max Hardcore died uh, the other day. He is a terrible pornographer that made some of the most vile, disgusting porno films Oof. for decades. Uh, I do not recommend his work. <laughs> Frat boys love his stuff. No thanks. Anyway, he would feature women uh, that were of age, but they were dressed very much like very little girls and pretended oh. to be little girls and would say daddy and all that kind of stuff. And on the box covers, they would say, my daddy likes to, something explicit, disgusting. Uh, so, very edgy. Um, so, what had happened, one of our stores, we had a few in Austin and one in Dallas, Fort Worth area. The Dallas- he, he, there was a chain? <laughs> uh, 
Fort Worth area had problems with the cops a lot. They were a little more strict there than in Austin, Texas. And because of these covers with these adult women dressed as very young girls saying, you know, with text saying things about daddy, we got in some trouble and they arrested the guy working. We They bailed him out in anyway. Anyway, Damn. so our owner decided we're not going to carry these movies anymore. We have to get rid of them uh, until they change the packaging, blah, blah, blah. So he sent uh, a team of us to Dallas-Fort Worth, and we set up a, like, little kind of um, uh, a thing in our little warehouse there. Uh, I'm trying to think of the words I was trying to think of. Anyway, where we had to systematically destroy all these videotapes, hundreds wow. of videotapes. Damn. So we had to take them out of the box. It was like a little production line. That's Great day for of. Jesus. So, so we take it out of the box, <laughs> take the case, the, the VHS tape out of the plastic piece. So I would cut the box into little pieces. Another person would have a screwdriver or a drill, electric screwdriver, and unscrew all the VHSs, wow. open Jeez. them up. Another person had a razor, and we would score all the, the tape inside of the tape. Damn. And wow. then we'd throw them all away. We'd have to destroy them all, so someone wouldn't dig them all out of the dumpster, I guess. Uh, kind of a weird way to spend a weekend destroying pornography as I worked for a porn store. I hope you're getting anyway, paid. that was it. Again, congratulations on all the great episodes. I can't wait for the Leonard Part 6. I'm stoked. <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> the cause. The cause. Wow, Corey. I yeah. hope you got paid to uh, destroy all those tapes. I mean, like, what about the Galsers? Yeah, know, like, just the Gauls, those suckers. And tear up the covers. Not in Dallas-Fort Worth, Chuck. Not this. God. Wow, man. All the taboo subjects that, that are brought up when Corey uh, calls in. Incredible. Um, I love it. Yeah. Just a fount. A fountain of, of, of pornographic knowledge and mm-hmm. experience. Man. Just lovely. You're right, though, Dale. DeGazer. Yeah, well, I would have taken care of it. You know? Just kind of like hold it away from your bees. Yeah. Just in just case. Rub it on there. Just give it a zap. Wow. Hey, at least it was, you know, it's something different. You're working you know, at the porn store. You, yeah. It's not, not, life is the same. At least you got to go, he got to go do something different for a weekend. You know, the razor blading of the, the reels, that, that one really, I'm still trying to figure out like scoring them. Like you just rub it on the side. I don't know. Yeah. Like how many bits and pieces of magnetic porn tape are just still strewn about Dallas Fort Worth. God. Like little tiny flitters, like ticker make tape. It, uh, we can make a documentary about digging them up. Yeah. Yeah, we could. Corey, are you in? <laughs> the boss, like Corey's boss is probably like keeping in touch with him with, yeah. over his, his company phone, his company cell phone. <laughs> He's still in touch. Yeah, just in case he needs them again to destroy some yeah. tapes. <laughs> oh, God. Thanks, Corey. Is that it? That's Thank all, you, Corey. Uh, that's all. That's our- it. That's, uh, that's, that's it. God. This week. Lovely, lovely correspondence this week. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. yeah. All of you are my hero. Dale, tasking. I am tasking you with picking our next movie. Mm. Our next feature film. God, there's a lot of Corey Hay movies. That's all I will say. There is a lot of Corey Hay movies. Oh man. He's in he has a credit in Batman and Robin Dale. Oh, it's uncredited. Yeah. Biker gang. And he's in Crank High Voltage. He auditioned for the part of Robin in Batman and Robin. He did not get it. 
he just made me he brought me back there again now i'm sad again yeah sorry man fuck you're on top of the world a few short years later you're auditioning being batman and robin i know and they're just taking they're probably just taking pity on it. be like all right you can audition god yeah they probably didn't they probably had no intention of oh you kidding me hollywood chewed him up he was he was being spit out. No way he's going to be in Batman or Robin. Or be, he's not going to be Robin. Oh, boy. Ugh. We don't need another hero. All right. Um, I, I'm not going to delve too deep. I have a couple here that I'd like to do, Chuck, but... Mm-hmm. I already have one on my list that I, for, that I guess I forgot that I put on there. This, all, this movie is also from 1991. <laughs> I love it already. This movie is called The Borrower. Oh my God, my keyboard. Scumbelina gives it four stars. Directed by John McNaughton. Aliens punish one of their own by sending him to Earth. The, the alien is very violent, and when the body he occupies is damaged, he is forced to find another. I have, I have no idea... What this movie, this is great. Thank you, Dale. Again. Yeah. Same. I see Mad Chen Amick way down there in the cast list. But we got Radon Chong in the lead. Wow. Yeah, some good scores. Yeah. Uh, if your library participates in the Hoopla program, it is on Hoopla for free. Uh, otherwise, it's a rental from your favorite mainstream movie rental outlets. 90 minutes. Mm. What, this, what's, what's going on in this cover? I don't know. We got a cityscape with a guy with a glowing orange thing. <laughs> it's- and it, I mean, it called call back to Tim and Eric. We just brought up earlier. It looks like something from Tim and Eric. Yeah. It looks like they got like just a regular guy, but with, uh, free cans. Like he's got some rubber gloves. He got yes. at the Halloween store and he's wearing his grandma's, uh, sunglasses. And I think you can see wearing- Radon Chong in this, in the reflection of the sunglasses. I think. Oh, right. <laughs> think you're right yep that's got to be ray god should we only do movies from 1991 from now on that's what i'm thinking i think it really gives us an angle it's a great year so next week yeah the borrower the borrower dial it up and until then go to batandspider.com get an invite to our discord Mm -hmm. and uh god just just keep just we'll see you next week on monday night raw (laughs) oh god i can't wait Dale, uh, there's a raw coming up in my neighborhood uh, in May. Huh. Thinking about going. Is there? Yeah, yeah. We'll and we'll we'll meet back here on the pod for next month from Backlash. Oh, a recap God. of Backlash. Count down the days. Are we are we watching every pay per view now? Well, this Peacock sure makes it easy, Dale. This Peacock, you know, sure do. As long as I remember the right night, you know. Is it are are all the pay per views over multiple nights now? 
No, just mania. Just mania. Okay. As far as I know, it's just mania. Backlash in Puerto Rico, I believe. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Wow. Can't wait. Can't <clears throat> wait to continue the storyline. We'll see you, we'll see you in, a, in a month then. Yeah. Wrestling fans. <laughs> Love you. Love you. Good night. theme song was created by Toby Forsman of Whipsong Music. Find out more at whipsongmusic.com. This, this, this is a Tape Deck Podcast. Mm.